Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News. My name is Nick Tendo and my awesome, most fantastic co-host that you see right next to me here is Mr. Sean Abbott. We are recording Thursday, August 30th, right off of the heels of Gamescom where all the news came out and now there is not much news. But you know what? We got a ton to talk about. We can talk about all kinds of fun stuff. So, hey, join us. Let's have some fun and talk about some Xbox. Sean, how you doing, man? How's life? Ah, good. Thank you very much. Um, not a lot's happened over the week. Week, it's five days since we last recorded. Um, yeah, it's always weird, right? The Thursday to Tuesday, it feels like it wasn't that long. Yeah. yeah Don't worry, yeah. Xbox blame, will drop everything on Wednesday. Yeah, blame blame being a shift worker. I That's apologize. right. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. We what? I worked. Um, I got beat at Mario Kart. By Dillion, who is currently beating me again. Um, Y'all need to stream that head to head. That's all I'm saying. I wish I could. I I do not have the ability to do otherwise. I would. Oh man! Um, It was Lindsay's birthday the weekend. I was at work, which sucked. Um, But we went out, had a couple of drinks when I got home, played some pool, which I got beat at that. So there's a definite trend going here where I get beaten at everything (laughs) that I attempt. So yeah, it was far one. We played five games. I lost far. So yeah, I'm not very good at pool. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. I I mean I I've only played a handful of times to be honest. But uh, but yeah. So uh, we actually had my birthday party. Speaking of birthday parties, <gasps> two weeks later, what did you do? Um, we just hung out at my grandmother's. It's just me and the fam. Uh, we like going over there in the summer because she lives on the river. And so we get to swim and do all that. The kids love it. Uh, we did not swim long because it does not take long for the river to start getting chilly again. So the river is starting to get chilly again. And it's like, uh, you know, the kids are like, it's fine. I'm like, you're f- freaking ridiculous. It's freezing in here. What are you talking about? I'm about to die. <laughs> your fingers are falling off and your lips are blue. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, no, don't leave. It's great. This is fantastic. Uh, highlight one of the gifts I got, I will say really cool thing. So inside was $200. That's fantastic. But, um, it was really cool. It's called, it's like a puzzle box. Have you ever seen these? It's made out of like balsa wood and it has like all these different clues all over it. And you have to like look at the box and figure out all of the clues to be able to unlock the box. There's like different, there's like different dial locks and there's different like pull tabs and you have to figure you have to figure it took me probably I'd say about 35 minutes to be able to like to like look around at the box and figure out all the different codes and how they meant and there were different lines going around the box and you had to figure out how and then when you get it all lined up like the top just pops open it's so cool um i, I know i've not seen anything like it and uh it was a ton of fun to figure out to get to my present so yeah, yeah that's cool Mm-hmm. I like I like stuff like that puzzle boxes. We um we got Emily a like a little twisty puzzle thing that you have to like starts out as a really long piece of all different triangle shaped blocks that you have to twist to try and make it into a certain shape. Um, she still hasn't figured it out yet. So. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was really, I, like I said, I'd never seen it, but I was really interested. I went on the website. They have, they have others that are like a little, that are a little more complex than that one. And so, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was fun. First time, first foray into uh, anything like that. This is the last week, by the way. And then kids go back to school. Very excited for that. So, no, almost back to normality. Lindsay's back at work. Like. A little bit more often now she was in work today getting everything ready for the students that are starting in college um and she's got a few more responsibilities so she's had to go and make sure everything's all lined up and ready and it's kind of like it's getting that normality of things happening again i can't wait yeah yeah i am uh i am excited that we'll uh up my game my xbox game time for sure and uh so yeah i'm i'm down for that um anything else man Anything else going on in your world? Uh, I get to wave the car goodbye tomorrow. Somebody's picking it up tomorrow morning. Let's go bye. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah. 15, yeah. 15 or 16. 15 years I've had that car. Oh man, yeah, that's that stuff. My when we got my uh, when we got the Pacifica, we replaced the Saturn, and um, yeah, we were like, it, it was sad to see to see that go as well. Um, yeah, that car's been the car's been to like the south of England and the north of England and the west and the east. It's been to all the coasts. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I am. I am just uh, texting my wife to tell the kids to shut up. Um, in prop, she'll she'll do it much nicer than that. I'm sure. <laughs> she's she's much more. She's uh she's much more gentle than me. Um, but that's how I would tell them. <laughs> and then I would tell them, don't you use the word shut up. <laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of kids, I have the uh, I have the Xbox all hooked up for upstairs. The reveal will happen tomorrow. I think I will show them oh. Tiny Kid. Hey, are you going back to school next week? That's right. Here's an Xbox. <laughs> hey, hey, kids. Dad has an Xbox. Uh, too bad. No, I don't know. I, you know, I, I mean, it, it's going to happen because I want them to play Disney Dreamlight. Um, they can unlock the standard pack on Game Pass. And then, yep. and it's free. It's free to play, so it doesn't matter where you play it. But they can, if they hop onto Game Pass, they can unlock the standard pack and then take that to their Switch. And so, um, <clears throat> I think I will. I think I will do that. Let them do that, and then, uh, and then we can play Tinykin and stuff like that. To be, you know, I'm gonna be. Listen, we are. I, we're on a tangent now. Um, there's not a lot of fantastic like four player, and I know Tinykin isn't, but. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lack of games that I want to play with my kids on the Switch, which feels really weird, but seems really true right now. And so yeah. and Splatoon's coming up. I'm repping. Um, got my Splatoon 2 shirt on here. But um, but uh, I don't know. So if I can show if I can kind of kind of split the time with some Xbox games that I think they'd like, like Tinykin and stuff like that, then I'll be happy to do it. Yeah, I'm just quickly now flicking through like um other games that are on Game Pass that would probably be a good one to play as a collective, as a family. Um, not inside. Let me tell you, not no, inside. No, but we'll talk no. about that later. That game is just weird. Very, yeah, very weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just beat that one. That one is weird. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and like with Ariel, like Peppa Pig came out, 
<clears throat> Ariel would love that, you know. Um, Noah, that might that's probably past Noah. He's probably like, Dad, come on. Um, I play Splatoon, yeah. Dad. Come on, I ain't playing no Peppa Just Pig. Um, golf, golf, golf with your friends. That's quite a good one. Human Fall mm-hmm. Flat. That's quite a hilarious. Yeah, one yeah, they'd love that. I, I know, I know. Like Noah likes the ragdoll style games. Yeah, yeah, he loves gang beasts and stuff like that. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There's, there's a and bunch moving of cool out, stuff so. to play. And then there's a whole Minecraft Dungeons, Minecraft preview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My time, my time at Port Portier, which is um, a sandboxy style game, I think. Oh, my time Super at Porsche. Well, I call it Porsche. I don't know how to say it. Don't ask me. Uh, it has no voiceover. Yeah. I played it on Switch, Sean. I played it on Switch before it came. Um, before Animal Crossing came out, so I was like dying for these type of games. These like open world, you know, make your own game. So, and Sean, nobody, and I don't know, maybe it's a lot better now, but when it first came out, nobody should play this game on Switch. Like, it was <laughs> awful. I restarted my, I restarted that game so many times because it, because it uh, soft locked on me. But it was a lot of fun. I did enjoy it. it. It literally, in 2019, it was the game I played the most. So, oh. yeah, it was, uh, um, yeah. There's also Worms, Weapons of Mass Destruction, which is oh, yeah, to play. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. He likes that. Oh, I have you, that on the Switch. He likes that one. And you, you could team up um, with either of them and have them hop in and out and play It Takes Two. Yeah, except for that part where you got to, like, drag the poor Dal across the whatever. Yeah, anyway. I maybe save that one for just mm-hmm. you and Becca because I would mm-hmm. love to know what her reaction would be. That'd be great. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, all right, hey, you know, let's get into some tops. I'm not even gonna hit the button. We're we're here. Like we we've we've surpassed the button hitting time, people. Like uh, so uh, top stories. We have two, so I'm not gonna bury that. We only have two. Uh, yeah. The first one, and the, like n- on a normal week, these w- this one would probably be a news bulletin. No joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, Xbox is revamping my games and app section. Um, you know. That's fun. Uh, I I I think it would be great if they revamped all of it to make it more friendly for people who uh, are jumping on Xbox for the first time in a long time. Uh, just speaking out of you know uh, my story, uh, the Xbox dashboard is overwhelming. If you're like if like it's coming from a Switch and then just like jumping back into the Xbox ecosystem for the first time when I got my S, I was like. Oh my gosh, there's like 50,000 things. I don't know where I'm going. I barely know what's going on. Like, I think they, I think the whole thing could use a refresh to make it more user friendly. And then if you want to make it complicated and like all kinds of stuff everywhere, then, then let people do that. But start off with a, like a streamlined version of what you got. And I think that yeah, would be great. Say, all I use is the star. I mean, like, I have them pinned. So I use the star, mm-hmm. the Game Pass bit, the Xbox Games Gold bit and my games and apps which, yeah to be fair i'm glad they're kind of revamping it because it's just very clinical yeah so yeah you got them really small horrible like squares which you can't always see the the, the game out very well all the information that comes with it just yeah i'm glad they're doing something with it yeah I mean, I, all they are I doing with well. it is making the logos bigger which it would be celebration for Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they could use to do um, 
you know, anything, anything to make it a little bit easier to understand uh, for new, for people coming into their ecosystem that are new. Cause I mean, I get it now. I'm like all down um, with how it works, but uh, yeah. if you're newbie I mean, to what it. They're doing, yeah. I mean, what they're doing is they're tabbing the, 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 the library. So you can switch between like all games, the games that you've purchased, the game pass games and the games of gold games that you've downloaded. So if you just want to quickly filter by, the category you can do that where at the moment it's just you, you're sorting them through a to z last used last updated group by top mm-hmm. console type and to be honest i can't get that many games on my games and app thing because uh i can't get that many games on my s so i mean this must be a problem for people who have x's and then have also have expansion uh yeah. expansion I drives know, I, I, I literally have 29 games on and I'd say Skate Free and Resident Evil Village are the only two games I actually own. The rest of them are Game Pass games. Elden Ring. That's the only game I own. May it, may it rest in pieces. Uh, you, you should go back and finish it one day. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, moving on. Uh, we just pissed off a bunch of people who think Elden Ring is the best game that ever came out. Um, moving on. This is interesting. A Logitech leak. Uh, just a big thanks to Ebucel because I, mean, you know, I didn't even see this anywhere. It was, he threw it in the junk drawer, and uh, then we grabbed it and uh, and ran with it. So uh, thanks for that. We appreciate it. Um, Logitech's cloud gaming handheld leaks with Android apps and Switch-like UI. Now, listen, we're going to call this a rumor because that's where we're at. But yeah, um, it's, a, it's a strong rumor. I'm going to yeah. give it the strong rumor. Yeah. Um, strong meaning it, it's very, it's very, it's barely a rumor because immediately when these leaked Logitech came out and quickly filed a DMCA complaint against uh, the Twitter user um, to remove these pictures, which companies don't do that unless what's out there is actually something. Like, you know, normally, if there wasn't anything, they just come out and say, that's, they either wouldn't say anything, one, or they'd come out and be like, that's Bob Kiss. It's, it, it, it's not, that's not true. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, and man, you're looking at these pictures, I don't know, Sean. They look pretty dang good. Like, like, this yeah, looks just, nice. I, I'm, I'm saving a picture. Um, oh, I'm trying to save a picture. Um, to kind of show, like, I'll either attach it to the thumbnail or I'll drop it in the Discord or I'll tweet about it. But I don't even think I'll be able to do that if it's been removed. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, a good it point. Looks clean. It looks, it's really clean. Um, I'm not happy about it being white as it's as the pictures that we're looking at. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be happy about that. But um, you know, you've got two analog sticks. You've got a look nice looking D pad. You've mm-hmm. got the usual shoulder buttons. Um, you know, an SD card slot, which is quite interesting. If it's going to be a mainly cloud based, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Also, it's interesting the like up at the top where where like uh, Switch has its plus and minus buttons. Here you have like the three dashes, 
which is kind of like a mobile type symbol. You know, you see that a lot in the mobile world. And then you also have like, uh, well, maybe I should, I don't know what you want to call it. The, the three dots is what I'll call it because I'm then on that's yeah. on the left side. And then on the right side, you have the three dashes, um, which is similar to Xbox. Also similar to the mobile world too, though. You see that a lot on like websites and stuff when you to click for more. So yeah, I've, I've, that's the, that's the menu drop down button, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting for Xbox users. Uh, the top picture shows two uh, Xbox symbols. Uh, does not specifically mention Game Pass or show the Game Pass logo or anything like that. It's just the Xbox logos. Shows two of them. Um, I'm in, I'm interested about the street the uh, the Steam logo as well because I don't. I mean, I used to have a Steam account and then I never used it for anything. Mm-hmm. But if I I don't know. I don't know if I would get this. I'm tempted. I'm, by the images, I'm really tempted because if it, if it looks it looks good, if it like the ergonomic style grip of it looks really nice compared to the Switch. I know, like you, you've never heard me complain that I can't hold on to the Switch for a long time, but just mm-hmm. playing Mario Kart like I have been at the moment, my hands, like my little fingers that the bottom of the Switch rests on, begin to really hurt after like a good forty-five minutes to an hour of playing. Mario Kart handheld. Um, so having that ergonomic style grip would be really nice. But if this thing is as solid um, as like the OLED to hold mm-hmm. on to with those grips, this this is going to be like I, w- I wouldn't say a. It's not going to be competition for the Nintendo because it's just not. It, they they the because it's never going to have Mario Switch. or Splatoon or or Donkey no, Kong or any of that. It's the ability to dock and undock and carry on playing. You haven't got that versatility like the Switch has, where you can't like you can't be playing something on the xCloud and then dock it and then pick up your Xbox controller right. and start playing like with the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's missing that. But um, other than that, it's, it looks solid. It looks nice. Yeah. Um, I hope to see more. Yeah, we definitely need to see more, right? I mean, we don't we don't know what the screen's made out of. Uh, we don't know resolution. We don't know what the internal storage is. Uh, we don't know, is it Wi-Fi only or is there a cellular component to this gig price point? Like, we don't know a lot, basically. Um, but according to uh, who said who said later Logitech G handheld gaming? Um, I was trying to find out. Logitech G and Tencent Games confirmed their plans for a dedicated handheld earlier this month. Uh, man, there was a time that later this year. And I was trying to figure out who said that, if it was a guess or if it was um, Logitech's gaming handheld could be one of the first to use Qualcomm's new platform announced. La- oh, maybe it was just announced last year. That's what I saw. Um, yeah. OK, so maybe I well, that's why I try to look these things up just to make sure I didn't screw up. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm real interested to know to know what this thing, what what's in this and the price. Um, and I know people like the moment you say 10 cent, because this is a Logitech advice, uh, device somehow in partnership with 10 cent. I don't entirely know how, um, but, uh, you know, the moment you say that gamers tend to be like, you know, so I don't, I don't know what that means or doesn't mean, but it just is good. Good noise, by the way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. Those, my friends, are our top stories for the day. We have Acquisition Watch that has nothing to do with Microsoft, which I find absolutely fantastic. Um, no way. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sony acquires Savage Games. Listen, I have no idea if this is... I tried to look them up. They're a mobile developer. And they apparently are... They apparently have a, a good, like, user base. But when I look up Savage Games and what they've done, I have no idea. I couldn't find anything. Um, but... It, and hear me out here. Because I, I never thought I would, I would see these things go together. Sony says that they are now working to make them a triple A on a mobile mobile game a triple a mobile game i don't even know i don't even know those things could go together like <laughs> i was like what would i immediately when you say mobile game i do not think triple a but i guess maybe in the mobile game sphere this is going to be a triple a game which is fine i think that's great um i don't know what it means or doesn't mean for sony really but uh that's an acquisition that they uh that they made so there you go. You got anything on this? That'd be interesting. Um, no, I no idea. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I'm with you. Um, I don't know. Is it a small? Is it small fish in the market of everything that's happening? Uh, do they just are they doing it for the sake of? It's something to acquire. Um, I, no, I don't think so. I think Sony's way too smart for that. Sony, uh, one, Sony's not going to get in that, in that game of, uh, you know, Sony's only going to do what helps them, um, move forward. Like they, they have a plan. You can see this by how they're doing subscriptions. Like they're not going to be swayed by Microsoft's day and date. Like, listen, they have a business model and they have a business plan strategic plan so you you aren't going to get them to sway from that just because everybody wants them to do dan dates it's not in their plan it ain't gonna happen so they they gotta have a reason for this hambone johnny's in the chat he he says angry birds but with kratos says did savage games make angry birds because i feel dumb if that is it but i looked up what games did savage games make and i couldn't find any no i'm just looking at their website now and they don't have they have absolutely nothing listed yeah, that's what I that's what I saw when I went to there. I was like, I don't understand what they're what they like what they've done. And I mean, the articles so, I read make them sound like a very a, reputable developer, but I I just don't Savage, know what it is. Savage Game Studios doesn't appear to have any produced have produced any games yet, but its co-founders co-founders had a hand in mobile franchises like Clash of Clans and Angry Birds. It will join PlayStation Studios Mobile, which will operate separately from its console division and create new experiences based on PlayStation IP and franchises. So this is, to me, this reads as, I, I'm, I'm late to this conversation because I was trying to sort an image out. Um, sounds like to me that Sony are wanting to break like into the mobile games world, which is sooner than what Microsoft was doing. Microsoft mm-hmm. are using the xCloud service so you can play the big, you know, the big games like right. uh, Forza Horizon on the move via mm-hmm. your phone, where Sony seemed to be bridging that gap and they say, look, we'll just make the game to download to your phone and play that way. So you could see like a stripped back version of um, Crash Team Racing, a bit like how we've got Mario Kart World Tour. Sony seems, uh, and listen, I, I'm just going to say, it, Sony seems late to the game. They, they seem to be taking a Nintendo approach, which Nintendo is now basically saying, we don't like this approach and they're walking away from it. And Sony's like, this is what we're going to do. And so maybe it'll work for them. It doesn't seem that Nintendo cared one iota for it. 
um, you know, they they jumped into the mobile market. They even came out and said, uh, one of their executives did, came out and said, listen, this is going to be a big part of our, our plan, our business plan. And then they basically said, no, it's not. Um, so, uh, and now Sony seems to be like saying, this is going to be a big, so we'll see how it works. I really like Microsoft's version of this the best. Um, I might be biased, that's fine, but, uh, I like the idea of me playing the games that I can play on my console, on my cell, on my mobile phone. So like that way I, I don't have to get a stripped back version. I don't have to s- try to figure out what a triple A version of a mobile game is. I can just play the triple A version of the game. So yeah, um, that, yeah. The, like the whole thing of being able to play, like play Farza, do a couple of races and what I'll get so far through some races and be like, okay, it's say it's synced to the cloud, go back to the console. And pick up where you left off rather than having to it's like um it's like pocket camp meets new horizons for yeah. me that's yep. what it is like yeah exactly play pocket camp and it's just a kind of a an idle style game where you have to go and tap a couple of times leave it to do its thing and then go and play actual animal crossing on the switch and be like this is amazing yeah which i haven't done for a while but that's <laughs> i'm right there with you on that one um, there was a rumor of Amazon acquiring, moving on, there was a rumor of Amazon acquiring EA that seems to be unfounded. CNBC says it's unfounded. Haven't heard much about it. Kind of died down. I can't remember even who started it, to be honest. Um, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if we, the reason I bring this up normally, this, this, this is, this is, um, very much a rumor, uh, unlike the Logitech, uh, handout. This is very much a rumor. Um, it's it's interesting. Is the rumor that was unfounded the fact that it's EA or just the fact that Amazon's in the market altogether? Like, I'm interested to know if Amazon wants to become a player in this in this market. They have money. Obviously, they could do what Xbox yeah. is doing by snapping up these developers, but they got to do it quick because there's a lot of snapping up happening. There's not going to be much to snap up pretty soon. Um, so I I'm mean, just interested. What do you it's... think? Do you think they want in? It would be it, it. There would be a nice cash injection for EA. I mean, what they've just lost the whole FIFA license, which used to be a really huge cash injection mm-hmm. for the game. Um, you know, the next big thing I think EA might possibly have coming out through them is like Skate Far or the new Skate game. I think they're just going to label it as Skate. Um, so that's like the next best thing that they can be probably bringing out. Uh, obviously losing the FIFA license, they lose the rights to using official club names and stuff like that, um, which might hurt them because obviously a lot of people don't want to play a game where they can't play the club. Be, like, did they club lose? Sort of did they lose that, or did they just lose exclusive rights? I think it's exclusive rights, but I think then you have to make a deal with each club individually. So it's how okay. much how much legwork are EA wanting to put in to to get that so oh because they've been doing it for years they might have a pretty good relationship and it might be okay but still they've lost the fifa license which again like i said was was good cash cash cow for them um so yeah i mean jeff bezos gets behind ea and funds them to make a few big big booming games i mean that guy knows how to market stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah i i don't 
I don't think he is going to be bought. They're going to be bought in the morning now that I've said that. Okay, so I'm just going to lay that in the butt. I'm going to wake up in the morning and they're going to be like, but this is this is akin to the uh, I don't know how Starfield get moves. And then it gets moved like three days later. Um, <laughs> but I don't think EA. I don't know. I just don't think EA will get bought. I do think that Amazon is in the market, though. I think Amazon's trying to figure out how can we break into this video game market? Obviously, Luna uh is you know not worth diddly squat uh not even a little so nobody seems to be talking about it um that's their that's their streaming service so i think but i do think they're trying to figure out how how they can break into the market what's the best way to get in so that they don't miss out on this altogether um i mean it's a little late to the game but but maybe they they definitely have the the war chest to make this happen if they want to um, so we'll see. Um, Abracer, Embracer deal is finalized with Square Enix. They got that sucker locked up and ready to go. Um, so they now own their, I think it's their Western studios, Tomb Raider and all that yeah. fun stuff. Um, so that is the, that, that, we're going to start calling this the acquisition news at this point. Um, we just report on, <laughs> report on all of it, but it, it all kind of affects Microsoft in some way or another. These when these acquisitions go down, especially because Microsoft is such is so much in the game of acquiring. And Phil Spencer said in his interview last week that, you know, they're not done. They're still looking at stuff that they can acquire. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear from them pretty soon. Not pretty soon, but soon after the um, the Activision acquisition happens, if you hear about them saying, hey, you know, we you know, we're the the next person, the next thing they want to acquire. So. Yeah, the next thing, it'd be quite funny to watch the Embracer Group take on Square Enix and then Microsoft take on Embracer Group. <laughs> if they, <laughs> dude, they would own they would own the industry. Because Embracer yeah, Group seems to, to be the next biggest or maybe be, or maybe even bigger than Microsoft, quite frankly. Um so yeah. Just looking yeah. now, I can't remember exactly who it is that they own. Uh, the Embracer Group? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you don't remember that pie chart we did where they there was so much stuff that they owned. It's just utterly crazy. I'm, we, I'm just looking now at another image that is a bit easier to, to digest. So uh Rec Fair, Saints Row, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Oh, so Fast much stuff. Fall, uh Stubbs the Zombie, which was quite a big Xbox game in the in the past. Um Godfall. So yeah, they own, they own quite a lot. Yep. Yeah, and they own all the uh, they own all the the board games too. Um, yeah, they own they own a ton. So all the Asmodee board game stuff and all those rights. Yeah, they own all that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They they until recently, until this Tomb Raider deal, they have done such a good job to acquire these things and just slide under the radar like. Nobody was reporting on them until they until they bought to this this portion of Square Enix. Um, find that very interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to look now at the image, but it's just I hate websites where it makes you uh, you load a ton of different images up. Yeah, let me show you everything. Uh, Will you accept my cookies? How about this? Let me tell you about this. Do you want to be part of our newsletter? Sure, let's do that too. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Then it tries to start a video, and it wasn't in English, so it was just that I had some kind of 
Spanish lady shouting in my ear. Sorry. That was as your well that was it. your ASMR website, I believe, that you went to. <laughs> um all right, that's acquisition watch. Let's move on. Um Game Pass games coming next week. Man, Blanco's gonna be happy that Train Sim World 3 is out this coming week. I can't wait. I'm sure he's gonna do like a full review. He's gonna love it. Uh, we know how much he loves Train Sim. So Train Sim Choo-choo. World 3 yep, yep, <laughs> comes out this week. So Blanc is going to be all over it. I uh, can't wait to hear all he's got to say about it. Comes out on 9-6-2022, uh, just in case you thought it was next year. Um, the only other game coming out next week that we know of at the moment uh, is Disney Dreamlight Valley, which yep. I become less and less excited for every time I see a new trailer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like When it first dropped, I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, and now I'm kind of like, oh, and I don't know. The, the, the thing is, though, that it, with it being free to play and you unlock the, the starter pack with the Game Pass, if the kids like it and they can play it on the Switch, it just parts across to them. That's great. Just for firing yeah. it up on the Xbox. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely happening. I know Tim got the like super duper uh awesome founder pack and he's and so it's early access he was playing it last week um so yeah it's kind of got that forza thing to it that that we paid for you know um uh, and then never used because we couldn't play multiplayer because we got confused or we did we weren't far enough along whatever um so so yeah some people are playing it already um you know my my concern with it is it just I don't know. It looks, I don't even know how to say this. It just looks very rigid. Like it doesn't look, I don't even know what that means, but it just, it just doesn't look good. Like it just, I don't know. I don't know I how mean, to say it. There's, there's only been one Disney game I've ever enjoyed playing. And that was with the connect bar. And it was like, um, I can't remember the name of it now, but like you, you moved you had to move to the game to like sort of do fireworks and things like that. It was really, really cool. I can't remember what it was called now, but um, Jay really enjoyed it. When, when like I first met Lindsay and stuff, Jay was eight, so she really enjoyed playing stuff mm-hmm. like that on the Connect. So I can't remember the name of the game. And then the only other one that the kids have really enjoyed was the one where like you had to use what like the kind of amiibo characters where you put them on the on the little base and you like it loaded their world up and stuff. And you can play as different mm. characters. Like, is that Kingdom um, Hearts or what is? No, God. no. Okay, I don't know either. I didn't mind the the Mickey Painter game. Um, what was that? What was that one called? Where wasn't it? Wasn't that a like he was a painter or something like that? Uh, Disney Infinity. Disney Infinity. Oh, Infinity. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, guys. We had some. Uh, we had some audio issues there, but they're gone now. Um, yeah, Disney. Yeah. So the the free point the free point oh was really good. I enjoyed that. I liked the fact that you know the kids got collect the figures because like Jay and Emily used to have an absolute ton of, of these figures, um, and they could swap them in and out and do what they wanted. And they had like little power plates that they could put down and they could change the world and what happened in the world. So that that was really cool. That was nice and a nice interactive game for them to play. 
But then anything else that I've ever played by Disney is like you say, it's really rigid. It's really like yeah, repetitive. This this is the only thing that you can do. That's it. I'm I'm glad that you know what that the... means because I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> so if you have any idea what that means, I feel I feel better about life because <laughs> I'm like I don't know. Nobody probably gets that. They're like, what are you explaining? Uh, there was a Disney game, I believe, on Game Pass. I'm just looking it up now. Um, with me, uh, Rush, Disney's Pixar Rush, hmm. and that was like. Um, I don't know. I wanted to like it. I wanted, but it was just it was like the only thing that we played it for was um, the Lightning McQueen, and it was over so fast that it wasn't great, and it was really hard for Logan to play. He didn't enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I just am very, am very nervous that. Uh, well, I'm getting nervous. Isn't the wrong, is the wrong word. I don't, I don't really care. I mean. But yeah, I just really don't think it's going to be it's not going to be as good as I had initially hoped it would be, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I think I think the the game the Hambone Johnny is hinting at uh, for the SNES was Mickey Mania. Um, yeah, that used to be a SNES Mickey. game. That was that that was a good game for the SNES. It was a hard platformer game, but it was a very good game. <laughs> Epic Mickey. That was the game I played, and I was like, oh, that's that's fairly good. Um, I mean, I wouldn't like say it's amazing. It came out for the Wii 2010. But yeah, I mean, I'm just worried. I mean, it could be great. It might be really nice, but when, like you say, every time I watch a bit of footage of it, it seems really like slow and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I will be playing it, so... So here we here we go. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna see what happens. Um, the only, uh, so Train Sim World and then Disney Dreamlight uh, Valley Games with Gold. September first has two new games coming out: Thrillville and Gods Will Fall. I would say if you like your top-down combat, look at Gods Will Fall. If you haven't played it already, I just play. I just watched the trailer of it. Um, I was I was interested. I thought it would look pretty dang good, to be honest. So so you might want to look at that. Um, let's move on and get into our Xbox Spotlight. Sean, Yo. you're excited about this. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tinykin, I am... Um... I am in awe of this game already. I very much enjoyed the demo. So I played the eager to want to try it. I, I had to look and see if you could pre-install it and I couldn't. Um, you could playlist it to save for later. So I did that hoping that, you know, once it became available, it automatically installed. It didn't. But while I was playlisting it and saving it for later, it allowed, it, it took me to the Microsoft store and I realized it was a demo. So I downloaded the demo um, and I played the whole thing like to the very end of the demo, which is like the, the tutorial section and then the whole of the first level, which was was so much fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> and as Hambone was putting in the uh, in the chat, the one of the most bits that we're pro- both probably excited for is the soap board, which I'll explain in a little bit. But and this game's amazing. 
the the graphics are so good. Um, it's very simple in terms of the animation on the main character is really simple because he, he isn't 3D. He's like 2D, but moves from mm-hmm. side to side. Um, but the environment is really interactive. The, the camera angles are great. I, I, you know, if you go into an area where it looks like you could get stuck in the like and not be able to see it automatically like widens or zooms the camera in. Nice. Um, the gameplay is really simple, but platforming wise can be quite challenging. So getting the camera angles right for jumping around. Um, and then they've just got like li- nice little tweaks to everything. So like in Pikmin, it was hard to jump. You, you didn't really get to jump much on this. You've got the ability to jump and hover. You use like a bubble that forms around his head and it lets you hover. Oh, cool. Um, which allows you to get to different places. Uh, there's all different kinds of color, tiny kin um, in the demo and the first section of the game, which I streamed today. You can use the purple ones, which are like help pick things up or knock objects. And then you get some red ones, which explode on impact. And they're kind of like a one use kind of thing. So you're sacrificing loads of these red tiny kin to just explode stuff. Um but yeah, it's just it's great moving around the environment. This is where the soapboard comes in. So you can just run around. There's lots of like things you can walk up, jump across, climb up. Um, and as you platform your way to a higher level, you can uh, unlock it. You like unlock it, like drop a rope, which kind of helps you get back up to there. Or you can use the f- silk thread from these little fuzzy bug things. I can't quite remember the name of them. But then that's like where the soapboard comes into its own. So the soapboard, you can, in the demo, you held down X, but in the main game, you hold down RB and you kind of like glide across on basically a piece of soap and it mm. slides across the floor. It's a bit quicker than walking. It's really easy to control and the animation for it's great because you really carves and stuff like that. And it if does. you jump, like, the little guy does like a flip and a trick with, his, with the soap underneath him every time you jump, which is cool. But you can slide across all edges. So like, the edge of a bookshelf you can glide across it really quickly if you get to the edge it kind of just seems to speed you up so you can get around the level really quickly and then these silk threads uh, once you unlock them you can slide across those and you can get from one side in the first level section you can get from one side of the level to the other really quickly um which is good because you can kind of set your tiny kid off doing a task and be like oh i need to head over here because i like i've seen some um pollen which you need to collect I've seen some of that that I missed, so you go and collect that while they're busy doing what they're doing. And it's just great. If you like Pikmin, this game is ideal for you. Um, I'd say it plays better than Pikmin. There's no immediate danger, which is nice. Like in Pikmin, you could lose um, Pikmin to monsters and stuff like that and drown, where in this, you don't. You're not having to worry about them falling from a great height and dying. You're not having to worry about if I got a clear path for them. They, these little tiny kin will follow you everywhere and anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there is fall damage, so if you fall from a really big height, you, you kind of your guy just a, just turns into a sparkle, disappears, and put, respawns. You don't lose anything. There's no souls esque to it where you lose like some pollen or some of the tiny kin disappear. It's just a nice, unthreatening exploration style game to play and it's a it's been given an e10 rating but i think that e10 rating is for some of the tongue-in-cheek humor with the npcs because there is some of that but there's no foul language there's no like you know 
kids wouldn't understand it. It's one of them light hearted. It's like sure. watching The Simpsons. It's like sure. it's kind of like kids just think it's funny because you you think you should laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a parent, if you are sat there with them, you'll giggle because you think, ah, okay, I get you for that one. Um, so it's like Pikmin, but with more platforming, would you say? Because I mean, I don't remember there yeah. being much platforming in Pikmin itself. So yeah, definitely. So it's a really good mixture of. I get this right. Paper Mario with how the environment I was going to ask about that. How, yeah. Okay. Where you, you know, you are just a 2D character, which, you know, with Paper Mario, he kind of animated slightly, but you never saw a 3D form of him. It was just moving around. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Paper Mario graphics with, I'd go as far as Psychonauts style platforming with the Pikmin esque version of you've got tiny little things that you need to control and throw mm-hmm. basically did you find it easy to, to control them to... yes okay cool yeah you, you you it's kind of there's an it automatic so when you aim at something that you can explode it automatically t- swaps to a red one um, oh that is so nice if it's something that like the purple ones will do it automatically swaps to the purple ones and in the next section i've got to which is the green ones it automatically uses the green ones when you want to use the green ones there's no like i have to there's no selection wheel there's mm-hmm. no, nothing none of that cuz so um i played i haven't beat it but i played some of pikmin 3 is that the one that they kind of redid yeah, on switch one. yeah and man they they had a lot of good ways to like separate and filter out your Pikmin, but still sometimes it would be really frustrating because it would be like you'd be throwing them, you'd be like, oh, it's the wrong color. I got to get them all separated again and figure out which ones I need and blah blah. blah. And and when you and when you and then on top of that, when you're trying to do that and you got some guy that's like eating half your Pikmin, it was just it would just be like ah, you know, and you'd be like, well, I might as well just call this day a loss. Um, so that that's really cool. It's like a it it seems like a uh when what you're saying, which is kind of like a calmer version of of Pikmin. So that's yeah, yeah that's cool. T- it, it, you, there's no like I said, there's no fret to losing them. Um, uh, you you can you can fall from like so I went to the very top of the level and you can fall from the top to the bottom and your guy would just like I said just poof turns into a yeah. spackle and respawns, but you can fall and then at the last minute hold the A button and hover and it kind of just stops, mm. floats a little bit and then drops. So like getting around, once you're at a high height and you think, oh, I need to get down to this bit, it's so easy. It's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's nice. It's good. It's I'd say I'd quite happily let Emily play it. She's 10 and she'd figure it out straight away with what she needs to do. I mean, she was watching it, watching me play it today. and mm-hmm. She seemed to be really into it. Um, I wouldn't give it to Logan at four just because I don't think he'd get the platforming aspect. He's not yeah, quite grasped sure. the 3D, 3D platforming aspect mm-hmm. of things. But, but yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, it's going to be, I'm going to play it through to the end. Um, I've already played it. It's sat here counting as we podcasted, but I've played about an hour and a half of it so far. It's nice. an hour and 58. So I'm just going to turn the console off because I say I want the true time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. An hour and a half, I've done the first level and explored some of the second level. Cool. And there's there's loads of stuff to collect. So like the pollen, you need to collect mm. the pollen to, to get extra things um, from the little ant that likes to brew stuff. There's relics or um, 
there's items that you need to collect, which then go into a museum. So there's like yeah. a collector's side of things. Like I'm annoyed. I always love that. In in the first level, there's 1,600 pollen to collect in total, and I think I'm at like 1,569 or something like that. Nice. And this is a day and date game, right? Out is that day? Yep. On Game Pass. Okay. I was pretty sure that was the case. Um, cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, anything else for you? Uh, just Mario Kart, Sydney mm-hmm. Sprint. That's the new the new level. Um, I think I'm currently about three and a half tenths in second. So, uh, when do you guys go head to head? Uh, after this round. So okay. I can't remember when the date is for it. I needed to ch- double check that because I wanted to know if I had like another forty eight hours with it. Um, but I've got it down. I can do the first lap and be half a second in front. It's just then tying in because on this one, you like the first lap, there's no shortcuts you can take. And then the second lap, there's two shortcuts. And if you get one of them wrong, it costs you so much time. It's unreal. So it's all about mm. making up for me, making up time in the first lap and then carrying it through into the second. So cool, cool man. I will be interested to see what happens in the head to head. That's that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. You got it. You got this. Um, <laughs> For me, I have been... I've only played three things. And the one, actually, as I think about it, I probably shouldn't mention too much because it's not on the Nintendo Dad's YouTube yet, uh, called Unsin Master. It's coming out uh, September 1st um, uh, on Xbox and on Switch. Uh, I did a first look for them with with Noah. He always loves to do those. He gets to hang out here and and, uh, co-op it with me. Um, I will not say anything else because I don't know if there's some type of embargo or anything like that, but look forward to that. It will be on the Nintendo dad's YouTube and also on ours. So, um, second thing I've been playing, I beat inside this week. Uh, I was, I was very interested in this game cause I loved limbo. Uh, this game, this game is a little bit more creepier for me. And I, I mean, I say that hesitantly cause you know, your guy was getting like stabbed by spiders and eaten by spiders and all kinds of weird stuff in the, in limbo. Um, so I don't know, maybe the environment and the fact that it's just this little boy in this like crazy environment uh, had me. But man, it gets weirder than Limbo did for sure. Like I was like, what just happened? I have no idea. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, I mean, I know that game's fairly old at this point, but um, whatever. Uh, but it's still good. It's still a lot of fun. I still really enjoyed the puzzles and how everything worked. I did enjoy that there was less gotcha in this game so then in limbo in limbo it really felt like there were some times where they were just kind of laughing at you you know i was like yeah jump there oh look it broke you know and you were like oh okay well good, <laughs> good on you for putting that there you know this one it oh, really f- go ahead sorry I'm, I'm interested in how long it took you to get past the water section with the girl with the hair that chased you um not not too long i'm trying to remember there was one point where i got stuck but it wasn't in the water um was it specifically the bit with the chain where you had to let the chain dangle in the water no i figured that out i was like oh i gotta bring her back over there so i can do that i died once there screw you i spent ages (laughs) at that point (laughs) i was was trying to make the chain swing so i could jump further into the water oh okay okay yeah i died once there i was like i um 
Oh man, I, I am trying to. There was one spot where I died quite a few times, and I I just had trouble figuring it out. But I can't remember what it was. You know what it? I gosh darn it! I do this all the time. The game that had like no story, and I I said I wasn't gonna like it, but I played the second version of it. Um, oh, uh, sales something sales. Yeah, Tides. yeah. Yes, good job, Sean. You've gotten further than I would have ever gotten. Um, changing tides. Changing tides. Yes, ah. changing tides. Um, it it had some feel of changing tides to me with the way the water worked and the way. Except in changing tides, you don't have to worry about anybody killing you. That's the only difference. But just the way it felt, and you know, the minimalist view, how your guy swam in the water. Um, yeah, it really did have some feel of like changing tides to me. Um, minus there's no death in changing tides. Um, so that I thought that was I thought that was interesting. But I, I absolutely love it. How did you feel when the game finished? Let down. Uh, but but <laughs> but here's the difference. I know that with play dead games, I'm gonna feel let down. I felt let down in limbo too. So I'm I'm like prepped for it, right? Like, I mean, I know it's coming. Um, I, I wish they would coalesce up or like bring more of a crescendo ending to their games. I would love that, but I know I was, I was you, I think it maybe was you that gave me the heads up with limbo. Like, Hey, don't expect a story in this game. Or maybe it was John. Cause I was actually griping at the time about John. changing tides. Yeah. And he was like, don't expect an ending in limbo. So I was like, all right. And so I didn't, and it didn't bug me as much. I was told the same thing about this one, and sure enough, yeah, it was like, well, I don't know what's happening here. This is dumb. Um, but the gameplay is fantastic. It 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 somewhat covers up the flaw, in my opinion, of no real ending to the story, or you know, yeah. no it's real like story they've got, really good, they, they've got this great because it is a it's a good back story, so mm-hmm. the background story mm-hmm. that you're this kid and you've you've managed to break free of the, the clutches of a, what seems to be some kind of horrific company that's making brain dead people Mm -hmm. and you eventually work your way into the factory and you overthrow the factory and you do all this and then you get to the end and it's kind of like "Eh, it's the end yeah yeah they could have done they could have made it such a redemption story where somehow you know like he he gets back at the at the factory or something yeah i don't want to get i don't know whatever but yeah i just felt like there wasn't anything there um Last game I've been playing, uh, I played, I should say, not playing it right now, uh, Splatoon 3. I played the uh, the Test Fire Splatfest. I didn't get to play a ton. Played about, I don't know, eight games or so with Noah. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you try this out at all? Nope. No. Okay. No. I couldn't, I, I've never played Splatoon. I got Splatoon 2. Couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. And thought, maybe need to have played this with people that know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not great. Um, and I'm going to be real honest. I don't know if I would buy Splatoon 3 if Noah wasn't super excited. Um, I mean, Noah has saved up money all summer because I told him, listen, I'm only buying one copy. He saved his money so that he can buy the, a copy of it for himself. Be the first full price video game he ever buys on his own. Um, I'm buying another one so that we can play. Uh oh. We had an issue, folks. I don't know what just happened there, but we we seem to be. Is the stream still alive? 
stream's still going. All right, all right. I I, my my monitors all died on me for a hot second. Hey, it wouldn't be Game Pass news if I didn't f up something. Um, so it looks like we're back now. Um, we have no video. We've got audio. Uh, video's back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took a hot second. Um, not sure what the deal was there. Um, or is that, is that what OBS updating on the fly. I have no, I have no idea. No, both my monitors just went down and then came back up. Like I, I thought my computer had shut down for something. Um, almost thought I forgot to plug it in, but it's a desktop. So, um, you know, whatever. Hey, Bruce, Bruce broke it. That's what it was. Togo Bob's here. He got, he got up and just like made the, they were so shocked. The monitors died. Um, no. Um, so I'm buying it for that reason. Uh, I, like I've been listening and thinking about the reskin argument about this about this game. I find it very interesting. Um it is at some level just kind of like the same thing but a little different. The multiplayer though is so much better. Like this is how the multiplayer used to work. Okay? You ready for this? Uh no one say you want to play. I'd say sure. He would hop into a to the like to the matchmaking area and then i would have to try to quickly like get into the friends area press him join him and 99 percent of the time it would say sorry you're too late and so then i would have to wait three minutes just looking at a little box i wouldn't even get to see his screen i just look at a little box with a counter that would be like you can join noah in x amount of minutes and i'd have to wait for that to count down and then it would send me into a match where we would be together horrible Absolutely. Like, it was the worst thing ever. Um, I'm assuming now they've just added a lobby. Yes. Now I say, hey, I want to play with him. And while everybody's doing their crap, trying to figure it out, I get to play around with my gun, shooting, like, the little test dummy guys and all that jazz. And it's freaking fantastic. I love it. Like, I get to do something. And we can match up and then decide when we want to um, join matchmaking together. So there's no more waiting. There's no more nothing. It is fantastic. Like, I love it. Um, that's worth Splatoon 3 to me right there. Um, and I know it's like barely catching up to modern tech, but I'll take it. It's (laughs) Nintendo. I'm used to it. See, I I thought I'd like a PVP game on the Nintendo. And I thought, what better than, than like Splatoon? It looked really cartoony. It looked like it was just mad action packed. And I was like, I played it and I couldn't figure out the online. I like I couldn't figure out the story mode. I didn't realize what the hell I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time wandering around where the like the stars were, and then just thought, this really isn't for me. I mean, I have it. I bought. I think I bought it digitally as well, which is really yeah. annoying. So like, I have the ability to to download it and play it, but just never never did it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna buy this physical. One, because just in case Noah has like this, like, meh, I don't really want to play it. Then I'll then I'll return it Uh, Two, if he does stay into it and I don't want to play it anymore, then if his friends come over, I can be like, yeah, take the other switch and here's this and go play. Um, So. Yeah, but but other than that, it does look a little prettier and it moves. It's the movement feels a little bit more smooth, Um, but you know, it's still just Splatoon. And, and as I put in Discord, I don't think that's a problem. Like, if it wasn't Splatoon, if it was something, like, brand new, um, it might suck. 
you know, maybe they did that. Maybe they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're not going to use paint. We're going to use mud and they're going to be in the ocean on a, on a dinghy and they're going to row them where and they got done and they're like, well, this sucks. You know, what's really good. Splatoon is really good. Let's go back and do Splatoon because that's what was awesome. You know, like, like maybe, maybe it was a not broke, you know, let's just fix what's broke and let's leave what's great, great, and leave it alone. Um, so then also true, true to Nintendo's colors at the moment, there could be DLC and extra bits that you might get with your Nintendo Switch Online in terms of skins, levels, you know, events. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. DLC that's coming. There's uh, they they've already said that. So, so anyways, that um, yeah. Uh, that's what I have. Uh, I have been playing, and because Sean and I have been crazy busy, what? Oh, no, I'm not, that's a lie. Sean has been playing Tiny Kid. I have been working. Okay, uh, we totally <laughs> forgot to work. ask about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We totally forgot to ask about uh, party chat questions. So, uh, no community questions. That's on us. Sorry, guys. I uh, didn't mean didn't mean to not get that out to you guys sooner. Um, so that rolls us right into uh, GPN showcase, then, right? Yeah, it does. Um, so, audio podcast listeners, prepare to uh, listen to me saying thanks for listening. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. If you want to catch the trailers that we're going to be previewing, head over to Twitch or YouTube. Everything is at Game Pass News. If you want to be involved in the Discord chat, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. That gets you access into the Nintendo Dads Discord where we sit. Or subscribe to our Twitch channel and we'll get you access side out. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email at gamepassnewscast at gmail.com or DM us, shout us, tweet us, do everything that you can do over at Twitter. That's at Game Pass News too. And if you listen to this via your podcasting app, Please, you know, go on there, give us some stars, give us some feedback. We love that. It's great. We make this show for you. So please feel free to get in touch in any way possible. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Nick Metzger, thanks again for listening. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later.